Hello, and welcome back to the ABZ show with me, Abe, your host. Today, I have somebody very special, somebody that I've actually worked with back in my old Dubizzle days. Everybody, please welcome Gustavo. Hey, Gustavo, how are you? Hey, very, very nice to talk to you, man. Been a while. Um, I'm, I'm very good. I'm very good. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Fantastic. It's always good to talk to you. And I know you've... Uh, You've been here uh, quite some years and you've worked with some interesting companies. Uh, and so I would want to, you to introduce yourself and tell my audience, what do you do? Where did you start the whole spin? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been in Dubai seven years. Uh, it's, it's my home now. I, I, I'm very happy here. Happily married and, and living uh, close to the beach, which I love. Um, I'm from Argentina. <clears throat> I, I've been working for online or tech companies for the last 14 years. Before that, I used to work in um, marketing for like the Starbucks of Latin America, a company called Havana. If you've been to Argentina, you, you'd know like the Alfajores. It's like a pastry, really nice. Um, so I joined for, in 2007, I joined Google. I worked with them for um, four and a half years or so. Uh, in marketing, communications, like on that, around that side, um, spent uh, maybe four and a half years, maybe uh, between OLX and the Visual. So that's how I how I got here. <clears throat> um, so I moved into monetization when I when I when I joined OLX because I had the experience of um, Google AdSense, which is a monetization product that's very popular. Um, and without even knowing, I, I was working in product. Uh, so my first job at, uh, at OLX was a product job and I didn't even know it. Uh, so I started learning about Scrum and you know <laughs> Jira and stuff like that. Um, so after o OLX and the Visual, <clears throat> um, I joined um, Virgin Mobile as head of product. Back then it was like a secret project, um, like with, you know, it, there was no, no one knew that we would launch like a third, um, you know, telco option um, in the market. Uh, so it's super interesting to build everything from scratch to like really want to disrupt the market and build something completely digital. So one of the coolest projects I, I ever worked with. Um, still very proud. Um, I still talk to the guys, uh, they have really good people there. Um, and after that, I, I spent some time at Chaluk Group as head of digital for the fashion companies. Um, so I got a bit involved in other areas uh, beyond product, like I don't know, going deeper in tech and CRM and data and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's how I got into fashion. So I joined uh, Namshi as uh, chief product officer a bit more than a year and a half ago. And uh, yeah, so far so good. Amazing, been, amazing. Been busy several years. It is, it is. And I, and I remember, I think, uh, um, I, 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 I'm j I just picked up on something that I kind of experienced as, uh, as well, you know, um, you know, because we worked together at Dubizzle and um, I, you know, I did a lot of things at Dubizzle. And I, I remember, you remember, like, we did, like, one week I was, like, regional marketing, the next week I was customer yeah. service, the next week I was operations, and then I was merchandising, and did a lot of that, right? And and um, but again, the experience was fantastic because um, a uh, I think the diversity 
of the bezel was so good, not only in the Dubai office, I mean, like globally with OLX group, you know, you had to, you know, I think the first time I've ever been in a workshop in a company and I worked for, you know, Verizon in the US, which is yeah. that time when I worked for Verizon, I had this partnership with Vodafone, but we never really had these small teams where we worked with other countries um, and I remember there was a workshop called the Nitty Gritty. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, Nitty Gritty, I remember. And, and then they would bring okay. people from like, you know, they'd bring somebody from uh, Amsterdam and then they'd put somebody from Africa and then, and then you know, somebody from Egypt. And then, and then we would pick each other's brains. And, and they would also show case studies of what the people did on their local markets. And their, uh, so just that experience was so good. And the beauty about it is nobody the, people's jobs evolved there that's what i meant by saying oh yeah. you know what i mean like um and then also you i was an entrepreneur before joining uh Dubizzle. so i was used to doing everything with my own hands and now i had to let go of stuff and then you know what i mean and you know make like i didn't know what a product manager was i know my brother was on the same team as yours uh right and and but yeah, yeah. But what's it called? Like, I didn't know what you guys did. And I didn't know what half the positions were at the Bizzle they did, you know? It was a very experimental phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree. So, uh, um, so my question was, is like that evolution part of your, your experience, you know, you worked with a lot of great brands, uh, Google, the Bizzle OLX, um, you know, uh, Virgin, Shalhoub, and now with Nemshi. So, what is like the commonality between all of them? I know it's like, um, you know, you know, what do you see so very common? What attracted you to, to do the jumps? You know what I mean? Because um, clearly, you know, you said that you started with a coffee shop in Argentina that grew into yeah. Google, and then then you discovered that your product in uh, the Bizzle, like, like you saw your evolution of your career. But what really yeah. made you do that jump? Um, I mean, that's a lot of questions. So let, let me let me structure some some thoughts. Like um, a good product manager, structure that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me write the user story in my in my in my head. Um, yeah. So I think one thing in common that I try to find in 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 companies is um, if they have a great culture, where you know you can have an impact and you can see that you can have like a positive impact in society. I know it sounds like. Uh, you know, a little cheesy, <clears throat> but I, I believe it. I drink the Kool-Aid completely. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know, at, at Google AdSense, we were helping, you know, publishers monetize their content and, and generate, uh, you know, cool content for people and they could live off that. And I, you know, I had contact with, for example, one of the publishers that I was uh, helping back then, um, he was living in, in a small town in, in Argentina and managed to have a really good life just creating this uh, content online. And he decided one day that he was so grateful that he wanted to drive from Argentina, which is, you know, we're close to Antarctica. We're like on the complete other edge of the, of the world to Mountain View to the address where he was getting the checks from because he was so grateful. So, and he could do that because he was doing, you know, he was getting checks for, for the thing he loved and he was working in his underwear at home a few hours a day. Nice. Um, so I really like that. I, that's like that impact to, to I mean, the user, I guess. Um, same Virgin Mobile, we're like trying to reinvent 
uh, basically using all my hatred for all the frustrations that I had with like telcos through my lifetime, uh, like all the bad experience that I had trying to come up with a better with a better proposal. Um, so yeah, so I, I try to find something where that motivates me, like I, I'm having some impact, and it's it's beyond like hey, we're we're helping some guy make more money. Um, yeah, and the culture is very important. I, I think I mentioned before. Um, and I, I, I love tech in general. I, I've been like super curious since I'm a kid. Um, <clears throat> my, I remember my father gave me one time an old computer when I was like, I don't know how old it was, but maybe 10. And the next day he found out that I, I broke it apart completely. So I disassembled the computer and I had no idea how to put it back, but I wanted to see how it was inside. So I'm really, really curious. And I, I really, really like tech, like every, you know, I, I, which is not very environmentally friendly, but I, I go for all the gadgets. I try to try test them out. Like I have the VR and try it out. Maybe that, maybe I don't like it and don't use it anymore, but I wanna, I wanna see what's the latest all the time. So I guess that's, that's part of what I like about uh, working in this industry. Okay, so let me reverse the question and ask you. So what decisions you kind of regret? I know it's a tough question. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a complete sci-fi nerd, so I think about time <laughs> machines often, more often than I should. Um, so you know, like in in a way, like what would I change? Or, um, and I, I'm honestly very, very happy with 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 my life, like personally, professionally. So I, I would like have a hard time changing anything, or like risking losing what I have now by changing something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> I know I took a wrong, a weird twist on your question, but I probably would go back to 2010 and mine some Bitcoin. <laughs> so I regret not not doing that. <laughs> you know, you know. Funny enough, uh, my brother in 2010 had a machine <laughs> that was mining Bitcoin because you could, at that time you could have mined it from home, right? And and I think he formatted the machine like years later. And I think there was, I'm sure there was, I don't know how much Bitcoin, but there was Bitcoin in it, but I don't know how many, you know I mean? I, I, maybe nothing big too, but uh, yeah. it, it, it was just something that, um, just funny. And everybody has a funny Bitcoin story. I know yeah. I spent my story on the show with me giving out two Bitcoins for free uh, in 2011. Uh, for a guy giving me a coupon for two large pizzas, literally that I literally gave, two coupons. but back then, you know, Bitcoin was worthless, right? So it was like, yeah, yeah, it's like, like now. Yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I like how, you know, you know, uh, that's funny that you mentioned like regret to mine Bitcoin. Uh, but um, other than that, like anything else that really, really, you know, made you think, you know, maybe you should have done this or done that or you know what I mean no I mean <clears throat> I mean I, I do want I've, I've had a few like attempts at doing my own startup so one we started um, uh, we launched an app and everything with uh, David and Dyer I think you may know him from OLX <clears throat> and um, but yeah then we were busy and we never continued I started another one that would have done really well in the pandemic, I think. Um, 
that allowed people to, you know, order in, in bars and restaurants without the completely touch list and paying the app and everything. Uh, so we started building that, then we were busy. Um, so I have that pending. I, I don't regret it because I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm not old enough yet to, to not have done it. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it in the next few years. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a pending uh, to, to go fully dedicated on, on my own startup and build something that I, you know, that I am passionate for. Okay. So in saying that, I know, you know, what motivated you, you said, uh, that whole aspect of impact and you want to you know drive change for people and uh, and honestly i'm the same way i'm an impact driven person if i don't see impact even if they paid me you know boats of money i usually won't take the job on it has to you know make sense for me and make sense for everybody around me right so but in saying that like what do you think is your biggest fear what are you not facing? your biggest fear in in terms of of what in, in terms of work or in terms of work or in terms of your next step in your life you know what i mean like, you know what i mean like some people say i have a fear of getting old honestly i have a fear oh of yeah old. yeah you know yeah but at work they say i wake up every morning at 6 a.m and and train to try to not get old okay. <laughs> that's definitely a fear good I, you I, haven't I'm... given up good you haven't oh, given up on the person no no, no yeah and, yeah, and, and I know I'm going to be an, uh, an older parent. I'm not, a, I'm not a dad yet. So I, I want to see my grandchildren. So I want to, and I've been li- reading all these books um, about longevity. I don't know if you read anything by David Sinclair. It's, it's super cool. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of science to longevity and, um, and I want to live to 110. <laughs> I want to see my, my grandchildren. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I think probably my fear is not not having the guts to at one point, you know, go independent and and uh, and building my own thing. Uh, I mean, maybe one day I have kids, and you know, um, it, it takes guts to 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 take the leap. I guess um, I'm planning it. Um, I'm saving up. I'm uh, you know <laughs> trying to to get the financial side uh, to not be a problem and and. Uh, and I have a laundry list of ideas that I, some, are, some may be good. I don't know. Um, so we're not repeating anymore. I tell them to you. Okay. All right. All right. So I wanted to ask you more because that's one of the things I usually ask about bucket list and laundry lists, right? Yeah. People and what, what do you think you can accomplish in the next year or two? Uh, is there anything that you're very close to? I mean, like I personally have a mood board with like pictures of things that I want to do. And honestly, uh, I found mine that I did seven years ago and I was surprised to do at least half of them. Like, yeah. And I was, it's like, I'm an auto cruise, you know what I mean? On on autopilot. um, And then subconsciously I was doing stuff that I kind of dreamt of seven years ago. And then obviously took half of them out, the half that I, and I replaced them with some other crazier ideas. But, uh, yeah, yeah. but do you have anything coming up? You know, you maybe you know, you mentioned being a father. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that's on the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm also, you know, investing and trying to be more, you know, financially independent. So, so I'm, I'm not going to get by next year. <laughs> uh, Unless, it could uh, happen, uh, Gustavo. It could happen. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, let's see what happens with my with my Shiba Inu coins that I bought. <laughs> Probably not gonna make me rich, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think I mean I, I have I I want to grow a bit more with 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 Namshi now. Um, so it's not I, my my entrepreneurial um, journey. I think it's a, a few more years away, uh, but not not in the next year. Um, but yeah, I have some ideas that I would like to start building. Um, and, and, and and let me give you a tip because I am I am old. Um, honestly, um, from what I've been like from my experience, the more experience you have, it just makes you a better entrepreneur, right? So uh, it's something that you know you don't have to start your your um, how do I say this. You de-risk a lot of ideas because of your experience, right? You, you know, yeah, you know yeah. it's good to be experimental and stuff, but sometimes experience yeah. does play a big, big role into this. For sure, no, for sure. But also, I, you know, I so when I was at Google, I met uh, Vint Cerf, like the father of the internet. I mean, he doesn't know who I am, but I like he came to a talk and we were like there hanging out, uh, and the guy was telling that, like. I mean, another view on experience, basically. So he was like, oh, these, these young guys, they tried to do things that we tried to do before and they didn't work, but they're like ignorant about what can be done and they don't know that it can be done and they manage it sometimes. So I, I feel like sometimes being a little naive of what can be done and maybe helps. So experience can, can, can be limiting if you like, you know, like box yourself up. It does um, ground. I, I agree. It does ground you. But sometimes like the basic stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, good entrepreneurs don't have, um, I'm not going to say business sense. I'm going to say business support sense. What does that mean? And, you know, hiring the right talent, accounting, Ben, I can tell you the legal, the law, like that stuff you need to, you know, honestly, yeah. you pay the price when you're an entrepreneur for that. And, and, and intuition is intuition is all, is based on experience. So so you you see patterns so much that when you feel like you have a gut feeling, that's actually you recognizing a pattern, but you don't know that you are recognizing a, a pattern. So you, your intuition gets better with experience. So I, for sure that helps. So to select talent or to see mm, maybe this idea was better than this one. Uh, I think that that probably you know comes from experience. Okay. No, it sounds, um, you know, I, I agree with you 100%. So, uh, uh, and it's something that we personally, like I can tell you, uh, it it's always, I've always had co-founders with me and it's always people sometimes much younger with like crazy ideas while, you know, we find the medium, right? Because I'd be like, no, no, let's do this as more controlled while they want to like go full on uh, whatever. So it does help. Uh, in that sense so this is something that we um that i've experienced myself all right uh, so, uh, let me ask you the signature question i ask every single <laughs> my guests so you need to answer this all right so if you were given superpowers or would you like to mimic a superhero what superpower would you want or what so and or what superhero would you mimic yeah um i mean we were talking about your your figurines in the background. So I, I this is a question for me. <laughs> I love like so I watch all the Marvel stuff. I know I know I'm a child inside. Um, 
Excellent. I like a lot, a lot of superheroes. Um, so it's hard to choose. I don't know if he qualifies, but Rick, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty is a bit like a superhero. Like he has superpowers. He has, he has like the power of science or sci-fi. Okay. Uh, like Never he, heard he that do, one before. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He can do pretty much whatever he wants. Like he can travel to different dimensions. He can just invent his way into whatever he wants, which I find really cool as a superpower. His personality, I wouldn't, <laughs> he's a little too cynic for me. I would like to be that superhero, but um but yeah I have, like the power. I, ha I have the funko right there i can go ahead and go ahead oh, so i have it on, i have it on my desk at the, at the office yeah, yeah yeah that's uh very meticulous i i i like i love that choice it's uh honestly like because i keep hearing you know reading minds uh you know yeah, yeah. stuff like that uh but i i don't have um uh, i don't have that yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Gustavo, uh, before we end the episode, is there anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything else you would like to tell my audience? Uh, no, I mean, congratulations for the podcast. Uh, I've, I've heard a few episodes, really cool. Um, really good to share stories and to learn from, uh, from you know, people building cool stuff and, you know, helping transform the world. Um, I really hope that some of your listeners come up with cool ideas and and you know have the the patience and the the guts to you know build them and and you know, grow them yeah, yeah. And, and i get to use them one day <laughs> fantastic fantastic thank you very much gustavo for coming on the thank show you. thank you for everybody listening until next time take care bye thank you bye